0: Pod, 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 pod. Rugby Pod.
1: Hello and welcome along to the Rugby Pod, brought to you as usual by our good friends at Guinness. And we've got more live shows coming your way this season, and we're putting on an extra one next week on Tuesday the 10th of September at the Hippodrome Sports Bar in Leicester Square. Uh, It's going to be a really small, intimate event with only about 100 people coming along. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we've got a couple of guests lined up as well. It's an awesome venue, so get on to eventbrite.co.uk and come along to that one as well for a great night out. Big Jim and Goody are with me as usual, and we're joined in the studio today uh, by a special guest, friend of the show, and the new rugby pod chair as well. Darren Cave joins us. How are you, mate? Not too bad, thank you. Look how tired he looks. I said on the first I slept was the plane
2: on the way over. Congratulations, by the way.
0: Thank you, thank you. Good luck, good luck. Mrs. Youngster doing well? Yeah, it's all going
2: well. Sleep a bit disrupted. Um, My missus is breastfeeding when she's up in the night. She she keeps me awake sometimes, so I get pretty annoyed with her, obviously.
3: (sighs) Horrible bloke. All I've got to say is monkey's toes are on the way, (laughs) is all I'm saying.
2: But Jim, if I told you that I was now an ex-professional player, slightly out of shape, and I was over in London starting a job in foreign exchange, what would you say?
3: It's the good life. Yeah. the right way to be. I'm not, I'm not attuned to being at home. I just, as we know, well, as you, you know. You don't like your kids except for JJ. You've got four and you liked one of them. Once they get over the age of seven, it gets so much easier. <laughs> Basically, they, they can do everything. Walk to the shops, go to bed by themselves. They, they, they can, can make themselves dinner.
0: They can walk to the shops? Yeah. So, you, so when JJ was seven, you were like, JJ, just go down the shops, get me 20 marble Lights. Seven and a half, mate. Seven and, <laughs> and a half. And it was menthols.
1: How is retirement going for you? It's good.
2: I, mean, I had a bit of a, a disappointment last week. I got a text from Big Jim saying, Look, um, I'm going to be over in Belfast. I'm doing World Cup memories. I thought, flip me, Ireland versus Romania at Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> he goes,
3: I'm over to interview Stephen Ferris. What big, were the sellout at Wembley? Big dogs, mate. Don't remember that. That weren't even in the archives. But interesting, when I went to Belfast last Wednesday, put it out on Instagram. Right, where are you? Teddy Von Tramp. Couldn't find him. Couldn't oh. find her. I uh, got stopped to security, had to go and get searched. You asked him what I was doing here. <laughs> I said, what do you mean, what am I doing here? They said, yeah, what are you doing here? I said, me- media mogul. <laughs> no idea. No idea. So they kept asking me those questions, and then it's one of them. I got stopped. I feel all sketchy, like I shouldn't be there. Did you have the thing up your bum again or not? Was that a different flight? No, that was uh, that was Dublin. I know Belfast, you need to take that out. Okay. You
0: do yeah. feel guilty when you get stopped,
3: don't you?
0: What About what, though? Live a, live a clean life?
3: Mate, yeah. it's like a spear fear, mate. It's be- yeah, Speaking of here from COV from the weekend, I still had it. I was you're like, what, who? I mean, how what? much of a lightweight
0: are you? That's like five weeks later, you're still going about one night It was in three Cof. days.
3: It was three days.
0: And
1: how far did they go with the questioning? Did you get taken into a room?
3: Yeah, well, by, you know, after I signed a few autographs and they Googled <laughs> me, I mean, I was straight out.
1: So <laughs> I mean, what funny. a clown.
0: I mean, Darren, you're in your first semester of retirement, shall we say? You've been retired, what, now? Three months? First semester. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so you're in... No, it's not a pregnancy, is like, it? a semester. <laughs> you just retired, basically. What happens? Well, Jim and I both retired. I look back on my career and think to myself now, I was shit. Jim looks back on his career and thinks he was a legend. The opposite actually happened in our careers. I was all right. He was shit. <laughs> he now thinks he's amazing. <laughs> Please don't turn out like Jim and, and go, oh, I was a hero. I was top 10 best second rows ever. Yeah. Ridiculous, Jim. I'm
2: not at that stage. I'm at the stage now where I'm watching games going, thank you, fuck, I'm not doing that. Because the size of boys and the size of the collisions, and I'm just enjoying not being out there. Tackle Manu now?
0: No, thanks. You wouldn't fancy that a couple of weeks Thankf-
2: ago? I, we played uh, Ulster-Leicester a few times in my career and played against them, but thankfully I never played... You are on the bench? No. Oh, no, sorry. No, that, was at a, um, that was a. That the one... I think it was my one start. actually got a hat-trick <laughs> against Leicester, uh, now that you bring it up man, in the I,
3: European Cup. Man, I got a hat-trick against India, mate. Who's, <laughs> who's, who's bothered, mate? What we've done? Your ass being caving. Ball and leg spin for Scotland. <laughs>
2: um... But I'm thankful I never played. He was always coming back from a 10-month layoff and miles away from his from his best. So interesting that Eddie Jones thinks he's got another
1: 20% in him because fudge that. Jim, you went to Belfast. Then after that, you were spotted at another uh, event. Spotted? You yes, spotted. On TV. Well, no, he
0: put it all
3: over his Instagram. Look at me, I'm at the <laughs> box room. <laughs> I'm around, lad. I, I should be in the ring. Front row seats, more like 35 seats. Um, yeah, went to the boxing at the weekend. Thanks for asking, lads. Yeah, had a, had a, a great night. Um, anyone who's been to the boxing. Now, as you might hear by the the tone and, and the kind of language that I use, I'm not that well educated. You, you had a great math teacher. Great man. Great woman. Great woman. But socially, the class I was brought in, I would say it would be working class, right? So I'm pretty attuned to... milder people. Yeah, to, to, to milder people. Yeah. Okay, that's how you put it. That's milder right, milder people. I think he said man of the people. Oh, did he? I thought he said milder people. <laughs> <laughs> milder people. Both work. So I'm pretty used to to social situations, I was out of my depth there. Really? I had a comfy seat, thought thought that was good. So I was sat there with mate Pish. Pish got us tickets. Pish? What a name. Yeah, his name's Pish. Why, um, why is his name Pish? Well, we we called him Pish Flaps, and then we had to cut it down to Pish <laughs> because Pish Flaps was too rude. So, But basically, he's Scottish. Instead of saying piss he says Pish. Um, funny story on Davey, actually, on Pish, on Pish. Well, let's
0: introduce him as Davey Young, ex-Leicester Tigers tighthead prop, 15th choice. Yeah, Newport Gwent Dragons. Yeah.
3: 14th choice yeah um good. jersey fifth choice yeah and fifth then started choice, for yeah. scotland <laughs> <laughs> all right um, <laughs> sort of sort of, sort of some tickets out anyway but good we, we, hey, good your dad. story on Pish. so we were in um, australia uh bondi beach uh cheeky monkeys lads come into the toilet nose across his face pissing with blood i need a doctor i need a doctor i'm not like, me i'm not a doctor but i know a doctor he said, really? I said, yeah, PhD's outside. So I went out and got, got Pish, came in. I said, here's a doctor. He's a PhD. So Pish puts his nose back in. The thing has made the biggest crack ever. It's gone the other way. And there is blood spraying it, spraying out of his nose. He's like, is he really a doctor? I was like, yeah, piss out Dave, PhD. There he is. <laughs> so PhD, piss said, Dave, um, sort us out tickets. He's an agent now, isn't he? He's an agent. Um, anyway, enough about my weekend. Good to you. I mean, fucking safari park again, zoo. <laughs> no, 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 like I, Legoland. No, like Something was... shit like that. Well, no, it's spending time with your family, James. <laughs> yeah, where you, did you go? You
0: should go? try it sometimes. Well, where did you go? I finally went to Dogs Trust. Took the twins. You off went the to dog... the. F- you went to the what? Dogs Trust. What? Uh, it's a charity. Oh, where they here where he he rehome is. dogs. Here he is. Where people go pretend. Um, uh, so did you possibly rehome so they can have a bit put, of a play? Um donated some dog food and bits and bobs Dog, the girls love it seeing some dogs seeing some animals you are such a good dad quiet weekend no alcohol past my lips well, that's a good thing because this week's going to be big isn't it Jim
3: yeah we got, we're got going to Miami for
1: work yeah, yeah. Looking forward got to work it. mate got work feed the kids aye all right, well, uh, we're going to have a, a chat shortly about Saturday's games and look ahead to the final weekend of the warm-up matches. Um, but the tournament is less than three weeks, three weeks away. Um, most of the squads have been announced now. Should we have a look at Wales squad for a start? No Scott Williams, Rob Evans, Samson Lee, Owen Lane, Steph Evans, Jared Evans, Bradley Davies, all out. I, lo- I love the way he's basically just reading enough names. The
0: Kiwi <laughs> has not heard of any of those players. He's
1: just read them all
0: out.
3: So professional.
0: I mean, well, the interesting thing... He, he, Gatlin's taken 18 forwards, hasn't he? And 13 backs. You've seen a lot of the other splits, 17, 14. Um, The big one, obviously, Corey Hilda's chat about him being out injured. He's fractured a bone in his leg, but they're taking him. They're thinking he could be fit for the quarterfinals.
3: That's the biggest one for me. If you're Bradley Davis, hey, I've been there. I've been there, mate. (laughs) But he's been there all the training. Ross Moriarty was obviously on, so he's a good boy. Not that that means he should go. But yeah, Gatlin's putting all his eggs in the basket. That's the right one, isn't it? Uh, eggs in one basket he's not technically putting all his eggs in one basket of Corey Hill because he's got
0: Adam and Jones Jake Ballbags yeah Jake Ballbags is back as well and he's got Adam Beard Adam Beard so So, technically he's not putting all his eggs in one basket
3: but if you're Bradley Davis what I'm trying to say is you'd be pretty pissed off so Gatland as we know clearly rates Corey Hill because we saw the Lions tour he called him up instead of someone like Johnny Gray should have been you could have been me. Yeah. Ge- have
0: Geographically, when they got picked, you were closer than anyone.
3: I was there, mate. I, was like, we were, I was like Andy organized. Nichol, mate. I was closer than Andy Nichol was, the old uh, squirrel, to the, the action than he was in South Africa back in the day, back in the 1930s. Yeah. But yeah, I've done it, mate. Rob Evans and Scott Williams, I think. The Scott two. Williams are a big one. The two big ones. Oh, Scott
0: Williams, you're a centre, Darren. You, sorry, I'll, I'll say that again. Well, Darren, you were a centre. You obviously watched the, the wales Ireland game at the weekend. Oh, they shit. Made, oh shit. I think it was a horrific game. And it made me think of Jim again, talking about how shocking the some of the games have been and they shouldn't be test matches. And we'll get onto it in a minute as well. Eddie Jones said he wants to use, or well, he asked World Rugby to use all 31 players for this Italy game, and Italy agreed it, but World Rugby said, no, that ain't a test match. So I kind of agree with you, Jim. But I think Scott Williams didn't get picked off the back of, they turn the ball over in the 22, they make a break, 2v1, simple 2v1, give and go, Owen Lane up the outside, definitely reckon he scores. From his own twenty-two, because there was no Irish player there, and he did what myself or James would have done, just chucked it into touch along yeah. the floor.
2: He was—I was—I thought he was going to be named. He's a good player. Yeah. I know they have John Davies and Hadley Parks, but I thought he would—I thought he would have been the next in line. Um, so I think see the game, the Wales game at the weekend was one of those ones where it was a good one to be watching. I reckon if you're a Welsh player, you know yeah. we saw like Jared Evans and has missed out and Patchell's in. I just wonder if Patchell had have started that game. Yeah. And Jared Evans had to come on when the game was opening up and taking balls out the back, and the game was real loose. Would it actually have been the other way around? Do you know, he's sitting on the bench going brilliant. Yeah. Um. So I think Scott Williams was probably a victim of that. Anyone who started the game the weekend was going to struggle. I was surprised, not that I follow props, but I was surprised. Samson Lee, like it wasn't that long ago, he was one of the first names in the team sheet.
3: Yeah, they picked the youngster, now. Yeah, there's more surprise. The, the new Sarries boy. Really? Carré the Sarri's boy basically called Carr but he's decided don't sound but what about the Welsh law enough? of you know, the old Reese Webb thing if it's because he signed his
0: contract after the World Cup Gatlin's making it up as he goes along poor Reese Webb out there earning all those euros earning millions of euros and he's not allowed to play he he's mentioned Reese
3: Webb in his interview
0: Oh, Gatlin did so he's obviously still. Samson Leader surprised me though. You did right. Yeah. you yeah, that, that guy. And Rob ended. Evans. And Rob Evans. Yeah. His brother can chop a pint, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing absolutely the clip. Absolutely dominated Jim. Don't Harrington. remember that. One.
2: Exactly. <laughs> like those two propped at the weekend, didn't they? And the scrum was absolutely shocking. Yeah, I got housed. So they're probably victims of that again. So.
3: I watched the first half. And I had to switch it off. I thought, I'm not spending my Saturday watching this push.
0: It was terrible. See, actually, and I actually
2: enjoyed it. The first half anyway because it was nice to see Ireland play a bit of ruggers again yeah. and I know it was Wales under 12s but at the same time
0: this would have been your moment wouldn't it Darren mate,
2: I'd been as captain
0: of the shags you'd have been skipper I reckon this week
3: yeah hold off it was, our last time because it was a, a disgrace <laughs>
0: it was Ireland shags against Wales shags and all it needed was Darren Cave at 13 sometimes I think with this banter you know some
2: it's not banter when no, it's, it's the not. exact it's not. truth yeah like four years ago I played away to Wales in a World Cup warm up, and it was the Shags versus the Shags. Were you nearly I didn't get the armband that day. Who was it? Some nobody, some he slipper, one of those ones. <laughs> Never heard of them, mate. <laughs> nah, me neither.
1: <laughs> so Joe Smith um, wasn't going to release his squad until the eighth. Uh, it had been leaked, and now he's put it out there. Um, what do you guys make of that so far?
2: Why, first of all, what is the logic behind you know submitting it to World Rugby? and then trying to hold on to it for a week. Like, Ireland's a small place. It's
1: it's you,
0: isn't
3: it? You've leaked it. Have you leaked it?
0: You're you're not happy. I didn't do the Jim Hamilton, no. You're not happy because someone has leaked it, and I reckon it was you, Darren Kane. Do
2: you know, I actually felt a wee bit... Nervous. (laughs) Well, Joe didn't even phone me, like... um, Nothing. No, nothing. But I don't know why they were trying to do that. What's the point? Yeah. Sometimes, you know, when Wales are playing, and Gatland announces his team on the Tuesday, I quite like that. Do you know, he's just like, here's the 23... Try and beat them if you can. Yeah, good luck to that. Why the smoke and mirrors about it? And yeah. then, so it was leaked this morning.
0: And who's leaked it?
2: I have no idea. It was in the Irish Independent. Oh, I, heard it. I, heard it was, I heard
0: it was Will heard it was Will Because like he didn't that. get picked. Well, what Devin, was, T- T- Devin Turner didn't get picked. Maybe it was him. Well, you, I
2: think, Jim, actually, this is your opportunity to
3: apologize. You do need to You've apologize. You've started
2: a worldwide anti-Devin Turner campaign that has been so successful. It's got through to Joe Schmidt.
3: I'm sorry. There we go. I don't know what to say. Why do you think he did miss out? Well, yeah. there was talk of Byrne not being in. Byrne should be in. I yeah, Byrne should he's be in. But over. Klein, and this is, this is a bit of controversy, and we could probably get onto that about um, Show talking about it. So Klein's become eligible a year ago, I'm right in saying. He's played no, no, for- two days before his first cap. Two days ago? Not two days He'll- ago. He got his first cap
0: against Italy. Italy, and he was eligible two days before that. Are you
3: joking? I am not joking, James. Oh, I thought somewhere it was a year ago. Oh, no, 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 well, no. Well, there you go. If I, read,
2: I read something that I think he's Joe Schmidt's most capped player, picked most selected player in Ireland. He's played something De- like that. De Dev Turner Never. is. Yeah. yeah, he is, yeah. So it was a big shot. Do you know, I think it's Massive. So I think after the weekend, I know, as we've said before, it wasn't a strong wheels team. After we got pumped by England, like when see when Ireland can't get a bit of go forward and gain line, like they're, they're absolutely, that's them completely scuppered.
0: But Klein played against England.
2: I but I think that if during the World Cup, Klein's more likely to be a big, robust ball carrier than Toner, which also falls into the the, the tag burn thing. I'm now wondering: is he going to start at six for Ireland? Then O'Mahony at seven, Conan or Standard eight, and suddenly you've got five lineout options because the lineout has suffered. But he doesn't want to carry Toner solely as a passenger for the lineout because he needs, you know, he needs a bit of robustness. As do you not think it's cr- Do
3: you not think it's crazy that you don't even know being on the inside a little bit as well as just retired that you couldn't even name the Irish team? That's a worrying thing for them. And you mentioned Toner. He's been a stalwart in that team as much as, you know, take the piss or whatever. I actually feel for him and I've been in that position before. Like, yeah, he's come back from injury. I get that. But Smith, meow and all that, is going completely away (laughs) from what what he's done. Is he taking his cats to Japan, do you reckon? Well. It's on the way home, isn't it, to New
0: Zealand? I imagine so. (laughs)
3: Do they need passports or not? My dog needed a passport when I took him to France. Yeah
0: you got to feel for Devon Turner. I think Schmidt's picked him every time he's been fit, every time he was available for Ireland over the period that he's been in charge. And off the back of it, Augustin Pichot, as you said, has, has tweeted today. And I'll read the tweet.
3: Loves it. Loves a social media tweet.
0: He's put, if I was Devon Toner, I'll be asking World Rugby for answers. I feel sorry for him. Basically, he's vice chairman of World Rugby. Influencer. And he's saying, Devon Turner, you should ask World Rugby for answers because there's a fellow here that's... Been training with Ireland before he was eligible. He gets his first cap two days after he's eligible because of the three-year residency rule. Well, that yes. blows my mind. I know it's changing to five years. Jim, it's only like you playing for Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> but that um,
2: that three-year. It's now that I'm retired, I can say a little bit more about it. When I was playing, I never really wanted to comment on it because, as we joked about earlier, Jarrah Payne became Irish qualified after three years and he started playing thirteen. Oh, oh okay. Mate, let let it go, mate, let and on, not, on, it's mate. not. It's not Tim Swenson. Got to go. But. I felt that I could never really comment on that because and it, I, I'm completely at peace with it. Like Payne was a far better player than I am. But a lad apparently I, I don't I, think so, but that's than what I was. was. He had a bigger bush as well, didn't he? I definitely, Kiwi's all have big bushes well, now. Um but <laughs> so, I remember so, I remember going on tour one year to America and there was a player. That's normally the Shags the emperor, tour, right? That, that actually, exactly I toured with
0: England to America, that was the Shags tour.
2: I did it twice, both times, the same summer as a Lions tour was on, so none of the... <laughs> <laughs> didn't get the skipper is the only thing. Um, we had a player who was born in South Africa. And who? If, who? Who? No, I'm not naming him. I'm not naming him. He had to fly from Dublin to... New York by himself because in Dublin you can go to through pre clearance before. So he wanted they wanted him to go through immigration in Dublin. Yeah. Fly to New York then on to Texas. We flew from Heathrow to straight to Texas because he had a South African passport. Right. He didn't have an Irish passport. And yeah. I always remember thinking, "Is not strange that RFU are like, yes, come play for
0: us. Come for you know. Hold on,
2: you're not actually Irish. You can't have a passport. So three you're years. You can are you retired? No. Jim, name, Jim was
0: shit. I was fat. We tell the truth on this rugby pod. His name is not the. Right. Impo-
2: his name is not the important bit. The important bit is you can play for the country, but you can't have a passport. And I always thought that was a bit strange.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. For me, the five—it's got to be five years minimum. I think because you know you've seen loads of players. Every country do, does it. The All Blacks started off nicking players from Fiji, Tonga, Samoa. If you want the best players, you've got to go yeah. out there and get
3: them as a country, but, haven't you, Scotland? But,
0: <laughs> but for me, <laughs> but for me, and Scotland do it, England do it, yeah, Wales do. do it. You know, Wales did one years ago, and he wasn't—he played. Who, who was it? Shane Harth. Shane Harth, and he was like, "Yeah, I got a Welsh granny." No one checked on it. He played for Wales. He oh, played no, for he...
1: the All Blacks, and then Wales. Oh
0: no, Smart. you haven't. It's just from Bristol. A <laughs> lot <laughs> as near Wales, well it will do. Yeah. Um, but you know, I completely agree. Five-year minimum, the, the the law's coming in. Why it's been three years...
2: The only thing I would say in defense of the players is that I think it's hard, well, like if Klein, if he gets a hard time about it... It's not it's their fault. big decision I for him to Everyone do the same thing. I'm content that I'm never going to be a Springbok. I'm yeah. going to move myself and my family halfway across the world, start a new life, and try and play for a different country. I think yeah. that's a massive step for one of those people to take. So I think it's important that we don't direct anything at the players. I completely agree. Uh, but yeah, the rule was wrong and it's good that it's going to be rectified yeah.
3: Yeah, every, so, every player would do the same thing well we had the same in the last World Cup I've housed with John Barkley good friend of the show um, not anymore <laughs> not anymore um, but John Hardy so we're, we're mid pre-season obviously living with Barclay, we're moaning the house down I'm, th- I'm convinced I'm going he's convinced he's not going or I'm going John Hardy flies in from New Zealand no one's heard of him unless you've watched Super Ruggers hell of a player great bloke literally Barclay. what was he 40-50 caps at that point Dropped out of the squad, nowhere to be seen. John Hardy goes to the World Cup for starting choice seven. And you're looking round, no no one's happy about it. And where, where did they get to in that World Cup? They got to quarterfinals against Australia. Right. And should have, could have, would have beat them. No doubt about it that John Hardy was a world class player when he came in. But still, into into you talk about culture and you talk about rugby, hashtag rugby values and all that, you know, I don't think and that it wasn't even residency. Like he qualifies because he owned a Scotty dog back in the day. <laughs> so, you know, there's different, there's different rules, different laws, or whatever. Like, how, yeah, I, I think if you're in a country, you know, I, I almost think that three years, it, personally, you've been there for th- three years, is a long time. But I think the residency thing, living in a country, can, can contribute into the, the tax and whatever, if that's three years, I think that's better than what ha- Hard Horse did and flew over, never been to Scotland in his life. And flown over from New Zealand to Scotland two weeks before a World Cup. But again, that's not his fault, is it? And no, 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 not we, his fault. No. And and, and, we go, yeah, we go back to your youth, James,
0: where there's a, a picture that surfaced just last week. James Hamilton, England under 21 shirt. That weren't me. You were in the team photo, James. <laughs> that weren't me. And then you're going to play for Scotland. I think it's out of order on those Scottish second yeah. rows that were not happy because you weren't good enough to play for England. And we I, w-
3: I went to the squad and they weren't happy. And you fill a, fill a few boys in? Or well, exactly, I did, mate. But did, did you, did you knock of, out? Well, Al Culloch weren't happy. Scott Murray definitely weren't happy. So Scott Murray was the most capped second row. Yep. And still probably doesn't speak to me to this day about it. Like did he, you end his career? Yeah. You're horrible, Jim. The career well, ender. The career
0: ender, mate. <laughs> so there's a they the but, Widowmaker. But that's
3: what I mean. But he, he wasn't happy when I came to the squad, you know, and I'd come from Leicester and, you know, played, played in the 2007 World Cup. and But I never, ever. Would have personally taken that personally. But then again, I'm not a Scottish legend like he was or, or is.
1: Any other big names that you, you've noted that should have been in the squad that you're surprised that weren't? Geordie Murphy, friend, the of the show,
3: friend of the show. Yep. Mate, what's happened?
1: He do was you know, killing it.
2: I thought, um, do you know what it is genuinely? Rhys Ruddock is the international version of me. He is the captain of the Shags. And I think that Joe has brought him knowing that if there's a five-day turnaround and uh, Saxon and O'Mahony Best don't play, he'll captain them, them against
1: Russia on the Thursday. Good lad. And put you know, 100 points on them. be leading the night side. <laughs> Scotland, Jim, have you heard any whispers, mate?
3: How good first? How good was their performance good at the weekend? Against uh, Georgia. Against Georgia. What would you think, mate?
0: Thoughts on the game? Finn Russell played really well.
3: Oh, he's read, um, it. He's read about it.
0: Call it easy. Well, even, even if you hadn't watched the game. But uh, What about he makes the break, flicks it on the inside, try. What else? Second row, scored the try. Two lists. (laughs) When he he scored, I'm watching it. I'm thinking, what a second row that is. There's no way Jim would ever. I would have walked that in, mate. wouldn't have, You wouldn't have given the pass, got it back, bang. You you wouldn't have done it, Jim.
3: Scotland, very good. Hutchinson, my favourite player. Two tries.
0: I bought him to the four last year, didn't I? I hadn't seen him until you mentioned him. I I watched him. So I was working with BT, I think it was, uh, in a uh, uh, Premiership Cup game. And I was watching him warm up, going, he looks decent. Started feeling him out a bit. Gave him man of the match that day. I was like, man crush there. Comes and on the podcast. Comes on the pod. Good interview. Swears, swears his allegiance to Scotland. Yeah. From Cambridge. And then off he goes. He starts scoring a couple of tries. And the news is...
3: That he's not in.
1: Wow.
0: Gregor. Him or Hugh Jones. That's Gregor. the news today.
1: Hugh Jones, isn't it?
3: Hugh Jones, not him either. Uh, apparently they're taking Pete Horny, Horny, horn. And this is only rumours. We uh, horny, we'll, horny. Horny, Horny. Um, Harney, 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 Harney. Um, taking him. What are the news? Strauss, uh, Josh Strauss back row. Oh Bush. my Bush, mate, proper Bush. He's not in. Uh, Bradbury, but he, he was touching cloth. Whether he was going to be in or, as well, Fagerson as well. Fagerson, Fagerson. however you want to say it? His brother, number eight, played very well. Um, so I mean, they've delayed it as well. Ooh, they've delayed it, but we're we're hearing rumours that certain players. For me, Rory Hutchinson at the weekend. I can't and when he's come, And when he's come on, was brilliant. So Hugh Jones, unfortunately for him, hasn't played well in probably about a year, maybe even longer since that England game at Murrayfield where he did that outside break. And yeah. scored I haven't seen well him tonight. since he signed for Glasgow. I haven't seen him do a whole heap. Been on the bench. Yeah. So he's not even playing for Glasgow. So in the centre, they've got some good players, obviously Duncan Taylor, Sam Johnson as well is brilliant. Well, he's a 12, is he? He's is a Taylor, 12. Is Taylor man. in? Taylor definitely be in, mate. Even if he's, it's similar, not <laughs> similar to Manu, but t- Duncan Taylor at Saracens, when fit, will be third or fourth name on that team sheet.
2: I thought you were to say third or fourth choice. <laughs> no, third or fourth, fourth name
3: on that more, team, not, team sheet. Not
0: anymore, he won't. Elliot Daly's going there to yeah. dominate that position. Well, we'll see, mate. But you talk about Duncan Taylor. Yeah. I've always got one question. Does his bush match his hair yes. on top? It, yes. really, yeah. Of course, mate. Okay. He's
3: like, I cannot have a hairstyle like this and be bold down there. Upstairs, just, downstairs, just, <laughs> match him. Yeah, it'd just be completely bizarre. But yeah. Fair play to Scotland. You know, we were joking about it last week, had a few jokey texts with Barkley about it as well. Going to Georgia. Who wants to go? Your man. Uh, they were brilliant. Started well. Uh, the Georgians, as we thought, decent in the scrum. Very good in the scrum, to be fair. Very aggressive in the in Channel One defence. Are coming up hard, but Scotland was smart. Balls out the back. Finn. What's Channel One defence, right? Um, anything off nine, Andrew? Is that what um, you call so it? Anything before the ball? Have ever you just got made to that you? up. That's no, always called Channel One, isn't it?
0: Darren Cave, have you ever heard of Channel One Defence? Uh,
1: no. No, that's alright. That's I
0: presumed you meant something close to the rock or uh, line out okay, or whatever. So
3: presumptu- how are you meant to know? You're Irish, I'm Scottish. You're- I ain't gonna tell you the calls, am I? When <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I'm, I'm playing. Uh damn, I've just given Scotland's Channel One calls away. Um <laughs> But Georgia, to be fair, did it well, but Scotland was just a completely different class. And Georgia had some decent players for playing from as well. Was there 50,000 people there, like you advertised? Mm, no, there was meant to be. There was a lot of empty seats, wasn't there? A lot of empty seats. But that's a big thing for them. Yeah. T- like a tier one nation. How good does that sound? Scotland's tier one. Love it. Uh, against a tier two nation. Georgia been good in recent years. Beat Fiji, beat Argentina. It was the first tier one nation to go to Georgia as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I've been there. Um, when did you go? Years ago, 2006. But All not the, with Scotland's first team. No, went with the Barbarians. Bobby Skinstar yep. was our tour captain. And we got run out by um, the Russian-slash-Georgian Mafia. Okay.
0: But it's great for Scotland to go over there. World cup Walmart game. Tier 1 Nation going over to Georgia. And you know what?
3: You did talk about it as a banana skin, didn't you? No, I said that in the recent years, it could have been a banana yeah. skin. Well,
1: um, what happened with you being run out by the Russian-Georgian Mafia?
3: Um, I had to say, uh, Mickey Steel bodger the late Mickey Steel bodger made a sign on NDA uh, whilst drinking uh, a pint of uh, Georgian Vodka that whatever goes on tour stays on tour. But he said that I could say that we did get run out. And I remember being on the bus. I mean, by this point, i would had a lot of Georgian vodka. It doesn't taste the same as Scottish vodka. They're not strong, isn't they? Does Scottish have vodka or not? I don't know. Either way, it was strong. And uh, I remember getting on the bus, and there was flaming cars on the side of the motorway as we get to the airport. And I thought, this has been the best week of my bloody life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable place. Well, we can get the inside track on that game now out of Georgia. We've got the Ford's coach, Graham Roundtree, on the phone. How are you, mate?
4: Evening, all all right. Or Gamma Joba, should I say?
1: Evening. Does that mean that you are still in uh, that beautiful
3: country of Georgia, Graham?
4: Yeah, we fly out, fly to Edinburgh in the morning. So it's an early start. We'll get to Edinburgh Tuesday lunchtime. Looking forward to it.
3: Mate, class, mate. Um, start with the positives. Um, how good was it last week in the build up to the Scotland game? I know there was a lot of talk of. Scotland being a tier one. I know you're probably surprised as most that Scotland are called a tier one nation, Graham. Uh, but coming over to Tbilisi, what was the build up of the game like? The, the kind of fans, the government, all that kind of stuff?
4: Well, without guys dissecting it with an open cloth. Yes. yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it was a big week for us, obviously. It's the first ever tier one team to visit Georgia. And obviously, Scotland, on the back of two big games against France, obviously they beat them at home and away from home was a learning experience for them. So, it was all teed up to be a big experience for us. And do you know what? As disappointed as we were with the result, it was invaluable for us. Uh, we had a hit-out against Southern Kings on the Tuesday night. But to play against a Tier 1 team, some of our guys have never played against a Tier 1 team. And just the speed of the game, the speed at which they do things, is was invaluable for us.
0: And what was the feeling and changing rooms like afterwards? Obviously, um, that experience that you harness going into a World Cup, but um, also you know, such a massive game. In Georgia, um, was there a good feeling in the change room, even though the, the the result wasn't what you wanted?
4: No, it was mixed. It was mixed because, as I keep saying, it was, it was such a big game for them. Like the, the guys' families, there's a big crowd turned up, uh, but you've got to put that aside. It's a World Cup, you know. We're, we're building to a World Cup, and you, 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 we're trying out units for the first time. I've got a, a captain at prop who's not played in six months. I've got a guy calling the line out for the first time. I've got a tent who's never played against a Tier One. You've got to consider all of that and and, and realise it's a warm up game and you know, we learn a lot about guys, a lot about units,
5: you know, and we get
4: another go this Friday.
0: And then just talking about you mentioned the captain then and the the second row who's calling the line outs as well, uh, and a ten yeah. who's never played against two. How are you dealing with the language barrier there? how's your Georgian? Just give us some.
4: Did you say last week I look Georgian now, Gary? I, I might have done, yeah. I said
0: if there was ever anyone that could look and fit in with the Georgians it's Graham Roundtree. And, and mate, it's a compliment. Those, those are big good looking boys, aren't they? Just
4: because you think you look like Tom Cruise you've been in the gym a few times. <laughs> been
3: He's been in once, Graham. Graham, can you just give me one line in Georgian, please? Just one, anything.
4: Erty Buckley, Magloba.
3: Mate, I understood that. Good day to you as well, mate. Yeah, Dinner's around the corner. It's,
4: uh, that's that's one more bottle, please. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Graham, do you think the Tier Two nations get enough opportunity to play against Tier One nations, or do you think you need more help from World Rugby? It must be oh. hard to rock up at a World Cup ah. trying to, you know, with these big upsets when you're not getting that exposure.
4: You have to say we need more games. Of course, we need more games. It's invaluable for us for us to develop. We need that exposure, and for us to be as good as we can be and push and, and to play at the top table. We've got to perform against these tier one teams. I mean, Friday night back in Edinburgh, okay, the, the results are relevant. It's about our performance and, and proving to people that we can perform. We've got to build on last week, but prove to people that we can stay with a tier one team.
3: And, Wig, I know you're absolutely loving it there. Just give us a little bit of insight, or well, the listeners, a little bit of insight in, into what it's like in Georgia, like culture wise, the kind of quirks that they have. Like me and you have spoken uh, together about it, I absolutely love listening yeah. to it. But, but just a little bit of insight into that.
4: That's great, great, great nation. Rugby mad. They like the wrestling. The Georgian DNA—they're all pretty strong. I've never seen blokes took weights around to like these guys. We trained, we trained in Montpellier last autumn. I uh, had a Reg Nine camp before the autumn series. Ran out of weights. Every gym we went to, there wasn't enough weights for them. Um, same, 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 man. Here,
0: mate. Same here. I'm in the gym. Back in the gym. <laughs> yeah. They're in scales. No, it's all about scales. Oh, scales. Scales. scales, ways.
4: scales <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> um, No, but a proud nation. Very humble. Uh, very respective of opposition teams. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get them a bit less humble, if I'm honest with you. Um, but no, I've enjoyed working with them. I mean, obviously as a forwards coach, it's I'm like a kid in a sleep shop. Some of the size of these guys, but. You know, going into a World Cup, it's not just about the strength and about the shed piece; it's about being able to handle a high ball and play game.
0: And that's the thing. Looking at the the, the group that you've got—Australia, Wales, Fiji, and Uruguay—ball and play time against Australia is going to be pretty high. But how, how do you see a successful World Cup for you guys? Are you, are you looking at trying to finish third in that group? I mean, big men, Fiji—that that's a massive game for you. That hopefully um, you could you could make a statement with as well.
4: Yeah, obviously, we want to qualify for the next World Cup. But To do that automatically, we would have to be Fiji and Uruguay as a minimum. So there's our target. But realistically, I think we can scare a couple of the other big teams. Um, having been on the other side of the fence, playing against the Tier 2 nations, against the underdogs, you're always a bit wary as a Tier 1 nation coach. Because you know they've got nothing to lose. And I'm looking forward to being a coach of that team. So we just focus on ourselves. And, uh, and we'll see what happens. But we need to build, we need to more, make, as I say, we've got to build on performance Friday night and we play again, uh, uh, sorry, uh, last Saturday and build on that this Friday
3: night. And you mentioned about the forwards being absolute monsters, you showed that at the scrum uh, certain points at the weekend and the carries and some of the collisions as well. Um, any standout players um, that we should should be looking out for? you got a few guys, I uh, can't think of what his name is, the world class ends in Illy or something, something Illy. <laughs>
4: That's, that's most of them James <laughs> <laughs>
3: you've got a number brilliant. 8 what's the, what, what's the number 8 called um, who's got the name saying Gorgagsy that's not Godzilla's oh, brother is it
4: yeah. no it's not Godzilla's brother oh, um, Gorgagsy uh, plays at Bordeaux brilliant player absolute pleasure to coach. Speaks brilliant English very good footballer um, carries well uh, very athletic line out forward smart reader of the game he's one to watch we've got you know that whole back row that played second day very athletic Um so they they for me have been a, a real standout since I've, I've been here a year now just how athletic the back row is are. we all know about the props every French club you visit in France and there's, there's a stack of Georgian props they get them from an early age I've got props coming out of my ears They like what they did there
3: mate I don't think they're coming out of <laughs> like your ears mate, I'll be honest mate. I've, I've seen the holes mate there ain't nothing coming out <laughs> oh Jim
4: um, but, um, you know, we, we, are not blessed with as many second rows, uh, but we've, we've got a, a plethora of athletic back rowers. So they're, they're, they're the guys and young guys as well coming through. They say, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed working with them. I finished with them after the World Cup, but I look back fondly on this memory. It challenges you as a coach, obviously because of the language barrier, uh, but they're great man. I've loved working with them.
1: Um,
0: and Wigsville now, obviously, is that your nickname? But um, you talk about, you just mentioned then, you're finishing with them after the World Cup. Uh, Joe Worsley's out there doing a bit of work as well, isn't he?
4: Yeah.
0: For the World Cup. How, how's he settled in? Uh, any news for us post-World Cup for you both? Because, you know, reputations for people, are, all our listeners are, that you're both fantastic coaches um, and, you know, should be walking into jobs. Are
4: yeah, we? I knew it. I knew it all along. Well, um, I'm going to Munster. I've signed with Munster. Um, End of the World Cup as forwards coach. So, you know, I had a, had a few days over there with the family a couple of weeks ago. So myself and Steve Larkin are coming in to work for Johan van Graan. Um Joe, I'm not sure what Joe's doing. I think he's having a bit of time away. You know, he spent a long time at Bordeaux. Did great things there. The last year he's been a head coach. He's been great for these guys. Incredible detail he brings to everything he does. So I really enjoy working with him. So I don't know what he's doing, but now I'm going to Munster for three years.
3: You're taking Littlewig over there as well, aren't you, your son? Littlewig? Yeah.
4: The upgrade? Yeah, hopefully. Now, he's he's enjoying his time at the Tigers, but he's a smart kid. He's good academically. He's got a good life balance. So I've never pushed him. Uh, I've got a young son as well who's uh, a very tidy 10 slash 12. I'm going to where really get gets those skills from. Smart, that Probably is, mate.
0: mother. White boots? White boots um, for the 10?
4: Um, orange boots. Orange? Adidas creds.
0: Mate, you and, yeah. Co- you and Cockers That's wouldn't have had that back in the I day, had would you?
4: There. Uh, I would have. Cockers would have have made him black him out with marketing. Training him on Wednesday. Looking forward to that. We're training against Edinburgh
3: on Wednesday. Oh, mate. I tell you what, bring the boxing gloves. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, Graham, just a a quick note on England as well. Um, This time, four years ago, you were obviously in the mixer with them. Um, We've, again, spoken about this personally. But just your kind of thoughts on how they're going to go, what kind of place they're in with the the quality of players under Eddie Jones. Yeah,
4: thanks for bringing that up, Jim. Sorry. Um, Horrible, Jim. You are. I think we got away with it. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I wish them all the best. I've enjoyed, watch, I love that performance against Ireland. You know, that, that squad of players, a lot of them I've worked with, uh, since a young age and to see them develop and learn and the way Eddie's got them playing. You know, I've worked with Steve, the Borchwood, on the Alliance, incredible coach, incredible attention to detail and what he's doing and with hats. And as a forward coach, I admire how they're playing. They'll be tough to beat the World Cup. and I wish him nothing but the best of
2: luck Graham let's talk about Monster quickly how did that move come about when that coaching ticket was announced that was a pretty impressive bit of business from them and uh, just to let you know I'm Irish qualified so you know that's a bit helpful when you're looking recruitment coaching or players
4: <laughs> yeah we we considered you okay, but, um, but um, you'd make the grade unfortunately Sorry.
2: it's not the first um, time I've been given that news in the last uh, couple <laughs> of years so uh, don't be worried about it
4: no um, it came back very quickly um, in May um, obviously, Jerry and Felix decided not, not to stay, and um, I spoke to Johan. I mean, I've known Johan a long time. Uh, coached against him when he was in South Africa, I was a and before I knew it, I was over there meeting everyone, seeing uh, their facilities, and it, it just struck me. It, it was, it just felt right. It felt like my old club, felt like Leicester, it's a big club, proud, big supporter base, and uh, before I knew it, it was done, and I can't wait to be honest. Just can't wait to get over there, been over. Look at the house living uh, near Keith in Killaloo, so I'm looking forward to it.
2: And um, after being at Quinn's for a few years, it must be nice for you to know that you're going to be back in the knockout stages of Europe as well at the end of next Yay. year.
4: <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe. I mean, well, that's it. I mean, Munster, you know, people forget they're in the semi finals every year, but they're, they're still striving, and that's not good enough. Um, you know, today we see the Irish World Cup squad announcement. Twelve guys in there from Munster. It's a proud day for the province. No, I'm looking forward to being part of a, a, a prestigious club.
1: All right, well, best of luck uh, with that Munster gig next year, and also uh, in the more immediate future, best of luck against Scotland and, and the World Cup as well.
4: Thanks, lads. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks, and Graham
1: Wigsville Cheers, Wiggs Cheers, Wiggs mate. Thanks.
0: See you Cheers,
3: See you. boy. Top, Good lad. Top bloke. You knew who I uh, was he um, did he did that's alright of course he knows you he's very diligent friend of the show friend of well, the show
0: i tell you why he knows you not for your rugby because you've been on air a couple of times so he listens to this pod religiously Lovely. as you heard I completely forgot that I said last week he looks like a Georgian I oh, said so I mate and so. then when he calls you up on it you're like I'm sorry Graham I still feel like I'm the under like the,
3: the youngster at Leicester and he's one of the senior pros every time I see him I'm like oh, hi Graham but what a legend like, that's what you, you not forget but because I see him as a friend friends friends for life BFF. Um, but how nice it's it to have someone with his pedigree come on and share insight and also the fact that he's taken that job with the CV that he's got what a legend of a bloke I love him oh, it's very true actually James because
0: um, I'm not going to name names but I speak to and we ask a lot of people for interviews and in big coaching jobs big players and they they say no I ain't doing it so I love I love Graham Roundtree yes. coming in here raise the profile of Georgian rugby
1: have any of you guys uh, played against Georgia
0: Guilty guilty not guilty didn't play tier two he was too good it was the
1: only games i got
0: (laughs) you are so
3: arrogant you you are like i'm going to say it again i'll keep saying stereotypical englishman
2: we were joking about the names there i remember playing i actually think the only cap i got for ireland in ireland home to georgia are you joking i think so the rest of them were all away on, on shagsters um and joe schmidt comes into a meeting on like the wednesday or thursday and the meeting just starts and he goes right lads who hits the kickoffs for Georgia and everybody in the room just, just looks around just looks at the floor like <laughs> someone big ending yeah, in Willie of, uh, of all people Zebo. He, he goes it's um, Kurakash Philly whatever it was right
0: now Bluffing or he no he actually, got it right so oh, he'd done his
2: on. he was the fullback and he'd done his uh, player profile he was playing fullback tick and then he goes not you Simon he goes what foot does he kick the kickoffs with the second rows are all looking like <laughs> it's a 50-50 <laughs> Yeah, and he uh, completely lost his marbles because nobody had an absolute clue about them. Fifty-fifty, we had 50, to, 50, we mate, had to surely... go and learn our opposite numbers and everything about them, or we watching footage of them, which looked like it was recorded on a an iPhone or something. VHS. He's got, he's
3: got four kids: one in Scotland, one in Ireland, <laughs> one in Russia. <laughs> Is the that guy's you? an animal. Is that you? He described himself. But
2: my, I still remember Sharakadze, He was the op- my opposite number. Played for Orelia.
3: Shagakabi. Shagakadze. Sha- uh, um, Sha- Kassic. Kassic. Mate would have been loving that though, wouldn't they? Or <laughs> <laughs> completely offended, I don't know. Right. So
1: there you go. Before we move on, should we just um, have a quick look at the All Black squad? What? Uh,
0: Why? What's <laughs> the point, mate? No. no. Who cares?
1: Oh, you care. Owen Franks and Nani Lamapi missed out. Are you guys surprised by that? Who cares?
3: Not really, no. Franks, having watched him, legend of the game. 100, 100, caps, over 100 yeah. caps? Over, over 100, 100 caps. Over 100 caps. Yeah. Um, and when it's your time, it's your time. I mean, to play that many... Ca- that many games at the coalface at the level I just Lau surprises me actually but then they've
0: gone back to Crotty who's a big you know favourite of of Hanson's and Crotty scored a pretty decent try at the weekend he's been out injured a lot but mm. if you want someone to bang ball is Lau Mape
1: you take that short line good luck to you will they
3: yeah. put Bowden Barrett back at 10?
1: I don't think so I reckon they will they've only taken two 10s imagine they both play against Africa in the
0: first game at 10 and fullback and lose they both get injured then what do you do? Joshuane.
3: Who?
1: Beaver Donald. A beaver, oh, bring back a beaver. Mate, probably, probably, <laughs> well,
0: a boy
3: he is on the passes. Right. Love him, mate. Love the beaver, mate. He knew me.
1: Well, Australia named their squad as well and uh, Props to Kopi Kepu has spoken to Rugby Pass after confirming he'll be retiring from international rugby after the World Cup.
5: Yeah, I've had, you know, my daughter's is now, uh, you know, 11. You know, she's she was born in 2008. The year I I played professional, uh, you know, played debut for Waratahs and all these and for as long as she's lived, um, I've been playing rugby, so that's – she's, I think, almost ready for, for dad to hang it up and, and, uh, and you know, and just be a bit – you know, at home a bit more. And But they've been supportive. They've been awesome. Um, they've sacrificed, you know, a lot for me and, um, you know, I've got to, you know, thank my wife a lot for the things that she's given up over the years and to juggle four kids at home at the moment. Um, yeah, she's definitely been the rock of our family, and yeah, that's who I run out for each and every week. And the reason I get up out of out of bed at uh, you know five thirty in the morning or whatever it is, you know, for our training sessions, and but also to you know not taking away the the privilege we ha- we have, you know, to be in, in, in such a, a unique group. You look, you see it coming to an end, and and uh, and I said to the guys, you know, it's, I just want to make the most of it. We've become really close, and these couple of weeks being away from home and and being here as a group has really um, just sort of brought that all together, and um, I'm really really excited about the next you know couple of months. To be honest,
1: what do you guys make of Australia's squad?
3: I know that James O'Connor has come out of nowhere again. We know that um, what's his name? Can we say his name? Falao is nowhere to be seen, but Kepu, who's about 93 and still playing, but he's off to London Irish with his four kids hated France as well no doubt if you hate France you're getting battered at London Irish aren't you this year I reckon but I think Australia who knows Australia uh, genuinely have got a real real opportunity haven't they that game against the All Blacks they looked they looked brilliant but let's not forget they got 50 put on by Scotland two years ago <laughs> <laughs> in it's Australia in, in mate, Sydney yeah
0: I mean I'm disappointed Drew Mitchell hasn't come out of retirement and, and been picked either because Adam Ashley Cooper's made it mate, he's uh, about 40 isn't he but yeah I mean like you said there is quality in that squad um And, you know, if they get things right in a game, like they did against the All Blacks... Who Leofanu's
3: story is unbelievable. Did that said his name right? Leofanu? Lele Leofanu. Leofanu. I can't say his name. His story is amazing. Yeah. Hell of a bloke as well. Yeah? Unbelievable guy. He
2: presented to the squad on an away trip once about like his story when he was, when he was at Ulster. um, About his story. And he showed pictures of how like, sick he was and becoming a dad at the same time. Incredible story. Because you hear always come back from leukaemia and you think that's impressive but when you see the pictures of him hooked up to machines and like you see him and flip, fair play hell of a bloke so great to see him back playing for
1: the Wallabies and playing well well, the World Cup isn't the only exciting rugby event happening this autumn. A brand new format of rugby has been launched at the O2 Arena on Tuesday, 29th of October. Rugby X will feature leading international sevens teams and has been developed with the help of Olympic gold medal winning coach Ben Ryan to provide non-stop fast-paced action with no lineouts, conversions or penalties, but more tries and more tackles. It's taking place indoors inside the world's number one entertainment venue at the O2. Tickets cost just 10 quid for kids and 20 quid for adults so get yourself along if you fancy checking out an exciting new format of the sport and don't forget you can catch all this season's premiership pro 14 champions cup and much more on rugbypass.com if you're in asia and wherever you are in the world you can watch the video version of this pod on there as well what are you guys expecting from the final round of the warm-up games i couldn't give i couldn't give a monkeys mate
3: (laughs) genuinely i ain't gonna say again i might not even watch it this weekend I'll be honest. So who have we got? So Scotland, Georgia, Scotland, Georgia. And Murrayfield. England 100 points on Italy. I mean that's the thing. Italy have been garbage, haven't they? <sighs> Absolutely spanked what, what by France. France? they've got spanked. They yeah, didn't watch 40, it. 47 19. The the Ireland Wales game put me off rugby for the almost for the season, I'll be honest.
0: This week uh, it could
2: be better in Dublin, I think. Yeah. Wheels Ireland again. I think you'll see two fairly strong sides. That could be the first proper game of ruggers we get. Because definitely watching that game on the weekend, you were going, this is not a letdown, but we're used to seeing those games, the Millennium Stadium. It's like
0: Scotland-Italy, isn't it? That,
3: that yeah. was the sort of game that it was. Yeah, someone's gym, wearing white and you're, gym you're gym just watching
2: on a Sunday afternoon. I agree, mate. <laughs> he does. I agree. So I think, I think we might get a proper game of ruggers in Dublin this week. Might, so. might, might watch it then from
3: Miami. <laughs> what time will it be over
1: <laughs> we'll there? Who knows?
3: We'll be uh, Eat,
0: working, Eating mate. chips and burgers
1: we'll and we'll drinking be, we'll be copious
3: amounts of Coca-Cola.
1: Speaking of Wales, I spoke to former Welsh international and British and Irish Lions James Hook uh, for our superfan subscription service at patreon.com recently, and we thought we'd play you a quick clip of that now just to give you a little taste of what's on offer. Pod, 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 pod. Rugby pod. Before 2012, <coughs> you had that uh, little thing called the Rugby World Cup in yeah. New Zealand. What a blowout. What yeah. a blowout of a, of a red card. Like To me, like it felt like we were robbed of a, of a proper game. How did that feel when you are a
5: player, Oh, I think still personally and probably a lot of players in in that squad at the time. My biggest disappointment of, the, of my career, like because like you say, there was so much expectation on us. You know, after getting to the semi final beating Ireland in the quarter final, um, and and going out and losing the way we did, you know, was just really narrowly to France. And you know, like you say, Sam's red card. I don't think that was the sole reason. You know, I think I, I missed a couple of kicks. Half Penny and Stephen Jones missed a couple of kicks. So everyone contributed uh, as best they could in our World Cup, but. You Know if you look back and New Zealand weren't playing great rugby at the time, so it was just, just so disappointing because it was that close. But yeah, that's rugby, innit? Pod, 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 rugby pod. There you
1: go, and you can get that interview and loads of extra other content on patreon.com forward slash the rugby pod. Uh, sign up and get heaps of other interviews on there as well. Do you think England will roll out their number one team?
0: Oh, it's interesting, isn't it? I, England have had a very successful three games, you know, obviously we smashed. Wales at our place we'd lost over in Wales with our second team you know and it was we could have won that game and then we just nicked past Ireland yeah only squeezed past Ireland by 50 points but um, yeah it's hard one isn't it you know we've now seen the World Cup squads again is it a training run we're playing Italy uh, it's great to have the game up in Newcastle uh, I mean what a night out afterwards Italy boys Sergio i will be just saying keep it under 50 boys we're going out I think, I think
3: this might be different. It might be a
0: Okay. The tune on a Friday night is unbelievable. But, I mean, yeah, Eddie Jones said he wanted to be able to use the whole 31-man squad um, and have rotating subs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And apparently Conor O'Shea agreed with it. World Rugby said no. You know, is it a test match? Is it not? It's Jim's argument again. England will walk the game, whoever they pick. Uh, and that sounds arrogant to say, but that's what we're expecting now from this England team. Um, and again, it's... A lot of the players. You probably, if you're in the World Cup squad, you're probably thinking, I probably don't want to play this week because then I can't get injured. D- you know, does Farrell play at ten? And um, we'll find out later in the week the squad and stuff, the team that he picks. Farrell hasn't played ten yet for us. George Ford's played ten. Is he going to stick with that ten twelve combo? Who knows.
2: I'd be making wholesale changes if I was Eddie. The only concern, if I was an English fan, I would have with them going on the World Cup is that they are absolutely ready to rock right now. Yeah. And the World Cup final is in. November first. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So that's the looking at England. Like they are so ready to go. Their big players are playing well. I'd have a few boys on ice for sure. Yeah,
3: Ford at nine, maybe. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. crazy! <laughs> oh, man
1: Georgia at Maryfield. What's going kind of on? Nature. Come on, Georgia. I
3: think Scotland have shown their class. Now, I think regardless of what team Scotland pink it'll be a comfortable victory.
0: Lost by fifty points by France a couple of weeks ago. Right? I don't remember that, mate. Old oh, news. Okay.
1: Should we have a look at some social media questions? Yeah, yes. please, please. Max Henderson, who would win in a rugby match? 15 Jim Hamiltons or 15 Andy Goetz? It's an easy answer.
3: It is an easy answer,
1: actually. Of course, me. And Without you're not going
0: to believe what I'm going to say. How do you start a game?
1: Kick, Kick off. off. Right.
0: And if you've got a team, 15 Jim Hamiltons, so you're kicking it to a pod, Jim would definitely knock it on. Like, flippers coming out everywhere. Yeah, They'll okay. clap. So bounce it. off his head. Well, if it comes off my head,
3: it's that's that's fine. That's play on. If it was 15 Jim Hamilton's, he'd just maul it all day. It'd be well, boring, wouldn't. but he'd win. No, I wouldn't, mate. I'd just literally pick the ball up and walk over you. Every, you offload. You, you can't tackle. I wouldn't even need to offload. Just literally, Jim Hamilton against India. Route 1 China. <laughs> I would I'd be that. sitting you down. Your bum bag flies out the way. <laughs> I'd love to watch it. be a shit
0: game.
1: Like, you think these warm-ups have been shit. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> there'd, be, there'd be a lot of sweat. Jim, Jim would win. Jim would win. Freddie Orm has tweeted in, who are the top three wingers in the world right now? Oh, Jacob Stockdale now. He's had his perm cut. Nee. He'd be up there. I've said it before. You he love would, him, don't
2: you? He would be up there. No! Nee. He would be up there. No!
3: Nee. Um, best wingers in the world right now. Well, there's controversy over Rico Iwani. He's not playing well. He's not.
2: It's always a... You never get a fair reflection, I think, with New Zealand wingers. Uh, sometimes, like, I think when you're playing in the best team, do you know what I mean? I think a few of them are electric finishers, but I think you could put an average player on the wing for the All Blacks and he would look okay.
3: Okay, I agree. Reese is good right now. Flocking a singer he's been on form raw he's got so England much more in have, him
2: England's back three oh yeah, my goodness so is, he, like, is, he in a, is he
0: in the best England back three
3: Darcy Graham right, right now he is because Jack now injured mate he's had his appendix out or something as well mm. burst in training
0: I'll start in back three. I, I just Oh, here him. he is back to back <laughs> to <laughs> that was my fault that was yeah, my fault I still, have, I still have Anthony Watson yeah alright
3: mate would you have Darcy Graham in there as nah, top three nah. top three awesome. wings in the world Seve Rees
0: Jacob Stockdale Colby Yes, yes, love him. 100%. Good call, cool Kavey. Mate, Colby. you know a bit of Ruggers.
3: I don't I love know my Ruggers boys. I couldn't even name you 10 wingers. Do you want to try? Tommy Seymour. Blair King on. Phil Buck.
1: Yeah, but he plays on the wingers as All well. All right, you're out. Next <laughs> question. Darcy Graham, yes, please. Ben Winnie has tweeted in, uh, if you had to get into a fight with Bucky's supporter... Sonny Bill Williams or Henry Tuolangi who would you choose?
3: I would choose Bacchus Botha or Fart No poo. have you seen his about 40 stone now as well <laughs> <laughs> so. did he
1: fill you in when you played <laughs> no, against
3: he him didn't, mate. he was all mate. he was, fart, no he was poo, hard poo, as fook. no he won't
0: um, I wouldn't fight any of them to be honest no Henry
1: We he wouldn't be picking that fate mate Henry, Henry, so... Henry Tuolangi he would kill a man the David Carey has tweeted in what's your thoughts on the squad size for the World Cup surely it would be sensible to increase this to 35 with player welfare. Being paramount
3: oh player welfare is everything they say so
1: when
2: i first heard people talking about this i thought nah like 31's great because as a pundit like i know i am uh shit one but still one it's exciting to see who coaches what are they going to do three nine three tens all this sort of stuff the one thing i think is going to come into this this is the first world cup where the bans and the red cards have been so prominent yeah so if you get sent off and we've seen in games you can be sent off for things that are quite innocuous, and you get banned for say four weeks. Am I right in saying that you're not allowed to replace that player? So if you're banned for four weeks, say so, yeah. say you have brought two nines in your squad, mm-hmm. and there's a collision in the air or one of those no arms sort of things, and then all of a sudden you have a scrum half who's banned for four weeks, and you are that's that's your stuff.
3: Man, you're, you're screaming code, code red, aren't you? So walking off, there's got to be a code. As they're coming off, that you've tore your hamstring off your bone pretend, I think, as you walked so off. So I
2: do think 35 might be too big, but certainly Six. I saw Joe Schmidt. He was saying one or two more, I think, so you can have three nines, three tens, and three
0: hookers. It's interesting. Who sat there and gone, I think the magic number is 31. Like, it's a weird number, isn't it? 31. I mean, what's the reason behind it? Well, what's the reason behind a 69? I love that number. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's clear for everyone to see, James. But um, yeah, I mean, 31, player welfare is key. KB's point on the bands is going to be interesting but then you have to go tactical and then rule someone else out of a in your squad to bring someone else in don't you I would have been sent home straight away yeah. Darren I? your time is up yeah but I'm fit no you're not no you're not you've got a really <laughs> bad hamstring
1: <laughs> The good, the Bad and the Ugly is brought to you this week by Budgie Smuggler UK. New season means new smugglers and you can also customise your own pair with the help of their designer and have pretty much anything on them that you want. Just quote the Rugby Pod as well and you'll get free design on custom orders of 10 or more. Goody, you're going to announce the winner of the Rugby Pod competition, aren't you? I certainly am.
0: And the two choices were Jim's head on my body in my Newcastle shirt. Uh, and the other one is me absolutely shattered after getting tackled into the advertising hoardings at Newcastle. So the winning design for me, people think that I'm arrogant and English and bold. I'm just going to have my face on there. But I'm not. I'm going with Jim's head on my body that I think in some of the pictures, the belly area has been blown up a little bit. Um, and also it's got pints of Guinness on it and I like a pint of Guinness um, so the winning design is Jim's head on my body with a pint
1: of Guinness
3: oh I prefer the other one oh, it okay. looks so like you
1: Oli Foss was the one that suggested that. So congratulations, Ollie! Well done with that. And uh, now we're going to get into the good, the bad, and the ugly.
3: Yes, we
0: are. Yes, we are. The good. Uh, A few good things this weekend. Ireland bouncing back from shipping over 50 points against England to beat Wales at the Principality Stadium. Uh, Special mention going to big fan of the show, Jacob Stockdale. He listens to the pod. He cuts his hair, and he scores a couple of tries in the first half an hour of the game. So... The power of the pod strikes again. Jack Carty, man of the match. He played pretty well. Got himself booked onto the plane to Japan with that
3: performance. Oh, how good was uh, Kilcoyne as well? Didn't mention that earlier on. He was an absolute warrior. He was. Kilcoyne okay.
0: played really well. Uh, another friend of the show, Rory Hutchinson, uh, scoring a couple of tries for Scotland and staking his claim to go with Scotland to the World Cup, really even not. though we're really hearing not. he's not been picked. Um, he was pretty good. Finn Russell ran the show as well. Uh, an outstanding performance by them. Let's go away from international rugby for a minute, though. Let's go to France. What? In the good? Where? Not the national team, although they did have a good win against Italy. But we're going to Bordeaux. They're two from two. Oh, all right. Not only did they beat Toulouse, the champions last week, they absolutely blitzed Toulon this weekend. Oh, uh, Christophe Urios, the new coach, is getting Bordeaux into decent shape starting the season with two from two victories. Um, what else was good this week? Some news from Exeter Chiefs. Announcing the creation of a women's professional team. Uh, great news for everyone down in Devon. And the growth of the women's game continues. Uh, let's go back to international rugby. And what else was good? We're going to go to Italy. Not because right. of their performance. I thought their kit, their away kit, looked amazing. Great kit. That's getting mentioned in the good. But also another friend of the show, played for Italy. They were shocking. But Jake Pledry, if you get chance, watch his try against the French. He picks it up at nine, ten ten metres out from France's try line. Does a chip kick. You know the one you practice in training that's just never going to come off as a forward? Chip kick, reverse chip kick. Three people try and catch it. He runs after it, catches it, powers his way over the line. Bit of skill from him. Shocking game from Italy, but a good mention. Uh, But the good this week goes to Scotland. What? Exactly, Jim. You can't believe it, can you? Not for the rugby, although they did have a good win over... Georgia but for becoming the first tier one team to go and play on Georgian soil I can't believe I'm saying this Scotland get the good they are a tier one nation yes we are they've gone to Georgia yes we did it's a great thing for world rugby yes it is so the good this week goes to Scotland
3: there we go we are friends now because we're going to Miami so you that's why you said that uh the bad we're gonna have to mention Georgia
0: they had a big opportunity playing Scotland at home uh we couldn't take it what else was bad Russia uh, not only did they lose by 70 points to Italy, they've now lost 35-22 to Jersey in Moscow. I mean, imagine the Jersey boys on a night out in Moscow after beating the Russian national team. You're probably not going out. You're thinking, I'd better stay in my room and hope to get on the flight the next day home.
3: Get the phone book out.
0: Why? What's in the phone book? in
3: Takeaways, mate. Oh,
0: okay. Takeaways. Uh, what else was bad this week? I'm going to throw Jim Hamilton in there. Why? Well, he has started an avalanche against Devon Toner. Devon has not been selected for the Irish Rugby World Cup squad because of what you started with in the beef on Twitter. Everyone started looking at Devon. Now he's not been picked. You've ruined a man's dream. So
3: well, I'm, I, head, you know what, it was a
0: hate crime. It was a hate crime.
3: Lads, if you're an influencer, you're an influencer. These things happen. Horrible, You've got to take Jim. the rough with the smooth. But was, I do feel for Dev, so I'm not going to be tarred with that brush. But Joe, I'll be give you a call, mate. We can maybe talk things through. Meow. <laughs>
0: uh, that's pretty bad. What else is bad? Rob Evans and Scott Williams getting cut. Uh, as well, poor blokes. Um, anyone missing out at the last stage of selections, pretty bad. Yeah, it is, yeah. Italy were bad, had their pants pulled down by the French, but the bad this week, we mentioned him earlier Devon Toner. Devon Toner's hit with the shoulder on Rob Evans late in Ireland's victory over Wales. It doesn't go to Devon because he's just trying to make a tackle, but it was similar to Scott Barrett's, where Scott oh, Barrett got a red is. card. Oh, all right. This and now, thing, World yeah. Rugby, Devon's not been cited, so. I think it's really inconsistent.
3: But you can't kick a giraffe when he's down, can you? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I'm not giving it the to Devon. I'm thing. giving it
0: to World Rugby for being inconsistent around the tackle area. Scott Barrett got red carded and banned.
3: Well, Show's not going to do that, is he? Devin he's Toner. just took up for him and said he should have been picked. He going to then
0: Judas him. Devon Toner hasn't been cited, which isn't Devon Toner's fault. Devon Toner's gone in there with his shoulder and smashed Rob Evans. World Rugby, make your minds up. What's happening? That's the bad this week. All right. Uh, and the ugly, only one ugly thing this weekend. Uh, watching the Wales game. Brilliant try by Owen Lane on debut. Geordie Murphy covering across, pulls his pants down. Absolute skids. You've never seen skidders like Oh it, like. my skiddly diddly dids. Do all you, down Do you his still pant. have skids or not? No, I don't have skids, James. Yeah, all right. But he's playing
3: international
0: He's playing international rugby. Someone tweeted me that's liquid adrenaline. I'm like, yes, it actually is. Oh, white shorts, white cycling shorts. There's a reason I used to wear red cyclers. You can't see the brown stains on the red, or but the you can red, definitely
3: or, see it on the white. Or the red because of the piles. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I'd say the odd skidder still comes up. I'm, you know. But you go for a courtesy wipe all the time. Yeah, I'm though, a front wiper though. That's the thing, isn't Weird. it? Weird. So unless I get a courtesy wipe during the day, three or four hours I'd have to go. If it's hot, I need to stop off somewhere. <laughs> just just on route to wherever I'm going. Courtesy wipe. Jobs are good and I'm all good.
1: There we go. The My ugly this week wife.
0: goes to Owen Lane and his skids
1: thanks Gertie thanks Jim thanks Kavy. thanks producer Tim and thank you very much for listening as well don't forget to subscribe follow us on Twitter review us on iTunes and check out our super fans monthly subscription service at patreon.com forward slash the rugby pod rugby pod rugby pod
3: pod pod pod